Good morning, I'm Jacob. This is the Daily Office Morning Prayer Rite 2 from the Episcopal Book of Common Prayer for the 4th of December, which is Tuesday of the first week of Advent. Our readings for today are Psalms 5 and 6, Isaiah 1, 21 through 31, 1 Thessalonians 2, 1 through 12, and Luke 20, 9 through 18. We begin in the Book of Common Prayer on page 75. In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. We continue with the confession of sin on page 79. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God our Heavenly Father, to set forth his praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation, and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship him. Let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Our King and Savior now draws near. Come, let us adore him. Jubilate on page 82. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his faithfulness endures from age to age. Our King and Savior now draws near. Come, let us adore him. Psalm 5 Give ear to my words, O Lord. Give heed to my sighing. Listen to the sound of my cry. My King and my God, for to you I pray. 
O Lord, in the morning you hear my voice. In the morning I plead my case to you, and watch. For you are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil will not sojourn with you. The boastful will not stand before your eyes. You hate all evildoers. You destroy those who speak lies. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful. But I, through the abundance of your steadfast love, will enter your house. I will bow down toward your holy temple in awe of you. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before me, for there is no truth in their mouths. Their hearts are destruction. Their throats are open graves. They flatter with their tongues. Make them bear their guilt, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Because of their many transgressions, cast them out, for they have rebelled against you. But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them ever sing for joy. Spread your protection over them so that those who love your name may exalt in you. For you bless the righteous, O Lord. You cover them with favor as with a shield. O Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger or discipline me in your wrath. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am languishing. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are shaking with terror. My soul also is struck with terror, while you, O Lord, how long? Turn, O Lord, save my life. Deliver me for the sake of your steadfast love. For in death there is no remembrance of you. In Sheol, who can give you praise? I am weary with my moaning. Every night I flood my bed with tears. I drench my couch with my weeping. My eyes waste away because of grief. They grow weak because of all my foes. Depart from me, all you workers of evil. For the Lord has heard the sound of my weeping. The Lord has heard my supplication. The Lord accepts my prayer. All my enemies shall be ashamed and struck with terror. They shall turn back and in a moment be put to shame. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Isaiah, chapter 1, verses 21 through 31. How the faithful city has become a whore, she that was full of justice, righteousness lodged in her, but now murderers. Your silver has become dross, your wine is mixed with water. Your princes are rebels and the companions of thieves. Everyone loves a bribe and runs after gifts. They do not defend the orphan and the widow's cause does not come before them. Therefore says the sovereign, the Lord of hosts, the mighty one of Israel, ah, I will pour out my wrath on my enemies and avenge myself on my foes. I will turn my hand against you. I will smelt away your dross as with lye and remove all your alloy. And I will restore your judges as at the first. 
and your counselors as at the beginning. Afterward, you shall be called the city of righteousness, the faithful city. Zion shall be redeemed by justice, and those in her who repent by righteousness. But rebels and sinners shall be destroyed together, and those who forsake the Lord shall be consumed. For you shall be ashamed of the oaks in which you delighted, and you shall blush for the gardens that you have chosen. For you shall be like an oak whose leaf withers, and like a garden without water. The strong shall become like tinder, and their work like a spark. They and their work shall burn together, with no one to quench them. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We will say together Canticle 13, which can be found on page 90. Glory to you, Lord God of our fathers. You are worthy of praise. Glory to you. Glory to you for the radiance of your holy name. We will praise you and highly exalt you forever. Glory to you in the splendor of your temple. On the throne of your majesty, glory to you. Glory to you seated between the cherubim. We will praise you and highly exalt you forever. Glory to you beholding the depths. In the high vault of heaven, glory to you. Glory to you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We will praise you and highly exalt you forever. A reading from 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. You yourselves know, brothers and sisters, that our coming to you is not in vain. But though we had already suffered and had been shamefully mistreated at Philippi, as you know, we had courage in our God to declare to you the gospel of God in spite of great opposition. For our appeal does not spring from deceit or impure motives or trickery, but just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the message of the gospel, even so we speak not to please mortals, but to please God who tests our hearts. As you know, and as God is our witness, we never came with words of flattery or with a pretext for greed, nor did we seek praise from mortals, whether from you or from others. Though we might have made demands as apostles of Christ, but we were gentle among you, like a nurse tenderly caring for her own children. So deeply do we care for you that we are determined to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves, because you have become very dear to us. You remember our labor and toil, brothers and sisters. We worked night and day so that we might not burden any of you while we proclaim to you the gospel of God. You are witnesses, and God also, how pure, upright, and blameless our conduct was towards you believers. As you know, we dealt with each one of you like a father with his children, urging and encouraging you and pleading that you lead a life worthy of God, who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
Our next canticle is number 18, found on page 93. A Song to the Lamb. Dignus S. Splendor and honor and kingly power are yours by right, O Lord our God. For you created everything that is, and by your will they were created and have their being. And yours by right, O Lamb that was slain. For with your blood you have redeemed for God, from every family, language, people, and nation, a kingdom of priests to serve our God. And so to him who sits upon the throne, and to Christ the Lamb, be worship and praise, dominion and splendor, forever and forevermore. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Luke chapter 20, verses 9 through 18. He began to tell the people this parable. A man planted a vineyard and leased it to tenants and went to another country for a long time. When the season came, he sent a slave to the tenants in order that they might give him his share of the produce of the vineyard. But the tenants beat him and sent him away empty-handed. Next, he sent another slave. That one also they beat and insulted and sent away empty-handed. And he sent still a third. This one also they wounded and threw out. Then the owner of the vineyard said, What shall I do? I will send my beloved son. Perhaps they will respect him. But when the tenants saw him, they discussed it among themselves and said, This is the heir. Let us kill him so that the inheritance may be ours. So they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What then will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and destroy those tenants and give the vineyard to others. When they heard this, they said, Heaven forbid. But he looked at them and said, What then does this text mean? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Everyone who falls on that stone will be broken to pieces, and it will crush anyone on whom it falls. When the scribes and chief priests realized that he had told this parable against them, they wanted to lay hands on him at that very hour, but they feared the people. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. We continue in the Book of Common Prayer by standing together and saying the Apostles' Creed, which can be found on page 96. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. 
and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We will use Suffrages Set A, which begin on page 97. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you as eternal life and to serve you as perfect freedom, defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life we may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you. For the honor of your name, amen. So now's our time for personal thoughts and prayers. And I have a few thoughts on the scriptures. Looking back to our Old Testament reading, Isaiah chapter 2 verse 25 in particular I will turn my hand against you I will smelt away your dross as with lye and remove all your alloy and then goes on to say that afterward you shall be called the city of righteousness Zion shall be redeemed by justice Smelting away dross is not um, it's not a pleasant experience. Um, hang on a second, I'll be right back. 
What is interesting to me here is that though the process is definitely not pleasant, even this city, even Zion is redeemed. And that can be true of all of us. We who were once faithful slip away, yet we may be made righteous again. It is not a lost cause. I um, I said to a co-worker the other day that I don't believe that anyone is irredeemable. I think that we can find talents with anyone um, to God in this context, in the context of Isaiah. To God, no one is irredeemable. Um, we can all be restored, and the process might sometimes be painful, but I, for one, you know, I feel like we, we collect a lot of dross, to use the prophet's word, as we travel through life, and even if it is burning, even if it is the chemical burning of lie that removes it, I am glad to have some of this gunk that I have picked up as I traveled through life burned away. There are times when it's adding on that brings us closer and times when it's subtracting back and we're unlearning, as a friend of mine says, that brings us closer to the people that God made us to be and to God, him or herself, whichever you prefer. I could kind of go on about that forever, but you have heard me on that topic before. So let's move on to our New Testament read, reading. Um, I think it's interesting that yesterday I was talking about Christ caring for us like a nurse, and here we have this verse about we were gentle among you like a nurse tenderly caring for her own children. The other verse that calls to me here is 2, 4, really 4b. Even so we speak, not to please mortals, but to please God who tests our hearts. And 4a is, speaks to, well, 4a speaks to having been entrusted with the me message of the gospel. Sometimes there are things that, and I don't mean this in kind of the, 1980s way of tough love but there there are things that we truths that we speak that might not feel again back to this sometimes it feels unpleasantness unpleasant but it's it's for the for the um for the good for us yeah um Words of truth can only be tested by God. And sometimes they are not pleasing to ourselves or to others. And that, you know, back to discernment and gain. If it is within God's will, I think it rings true, even while it's unpleasant. Um, and that's different from a falsehood that... That is completely unmelodious. Our gospel reading, sorry, no segue there. <laughs> Our gospel reading um, in Luke 
this parable is tough for me. I don't know about you. What speaks to me particularly today is that the renters sought to steal the son's inheritance. And it's so sad because they could have shared in it. I find all too often in my encounters in this world that people try to steal from each other what they could have and then more if they share it. Again, it was just something I was talking about today. Got somebody I work with who um, tries to make himself important by making others less important. And, And take that in any way you will. Power, importance, beauty, whatever it is that you treasure. It is somehow bred into us that if we can make someone else less, then we are more. And it's completely wrong. We don't take from others to give to ourselves. When we share, it multiplies. We can share power in the workplace. If the team is powerful, how much bigger is that than any one person while beating others down? And I, my beauty is not diminished by the beauty of my friend nor is my intelligence diminished by the intelligence of my son. These these ways that we relate, this unhealthy competition and comparison, I really do have to believe that it's from the enemy because it doesn't work to build us up together, communally, koinonia. It... Tearing down is not... It doesn't further the kingdom of God. And so I'm reminded here that we don't have to steal the inheritance. We don't have to fight over it with each other. We can share in it, and it is multiplied the more that we share it. That is God's economy. I'm sorry for being trite, but it is true. So let us share it with one another. Let us lift each other up. Let us build each other up. Let us amplify each other. God willing. And now is the time when we stop for personal prayer. So I'm going to pause and come back to you. Let us say together the general thanksgiving on page 101. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts who may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. 
Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. We live without fear, for our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a mother loves her children. We go now in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.